Shalom, brothers and sisters. Um, I'm Sid. I have Brother Corey assisting me today. Um, today we're going to go into a profound lesson on in-day prophecies. We're going to deal a little bit in revelations and uh, break down some prophecies for you all. We do not believe that it is, um, we think it's irresponsible and dishonest for followers of Christ to not understand where they are in prophecy. Um, I understand that, you know, mostly Christian churches don't deal with the the prophecies, um, they're dealing strictly in um, the spirit of love, um, which is, that's another story. We won't even go into that. However, if you don't know prophecy, you don't know where you stand at. And you need to know how to protect yourself in case of uh, atrocities. We're going to show you that everything that's going down in the earth was prophesied. Therefore, you should not be scared. Because the Bible said these things must come in order for Christ. So we're going to show you where you are in prophecy. Therefore, you can make a uh, educated decision about, you know, where you're going to live, what you're going to do, how you're going to help the most high. Because time is running out. We're going to start in Revelations 18 and 1 through 12. Revelations 18 and 1. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power. And the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen. Babylon is fallen, it's fallen. That means it's in the progression of going downward. It's in a downward spiral. America is on its way, it's on its way down. A Babylon the great, the daughter of Babylon in scripture, is America. And we're going to prove that today. Now, you had ancient Babylon, of course, which is modern day Iraq. But this is the daughter of Babylon because John wouldn't be speaking of in future prophecy of a of a land that was already destroyed. So Babylon is fallen. It's fallen. It's in the progression of going down and it will never go back to, you know, it will never go back to what it was. You know, when it was that great country where people will come in, you know, to get jobs and send money back to their families. That's all over. A lot of these immigrants, so-called immigrants, they're packing up. They're shutting their businesses down, selling them, and they're going back home because even the money is different. The money have changed. The taxes have gone up. The, your, the forced vaccinations, the schools, the murder, all of this have taken a toll on America, and it's on its way down. Read verse 2, brother. Verse 2, and he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils. In the hole of every foul spirit, in the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. It says it has become the habitation of devils. Why is that? America would implode because it allowed all of these pagan immigrants to come into our country, right? With, you know, with the legislation or the law that you would have freedom of religion. So really what was going on was the founding fathers, the Satanists that they were, were saying, you know, give us your wizards. Give us your sorcerers, your necromancers. Send them here to this country. See, so this this particular country have become a habitation of devils. You go in other places in the world, you, you won't have a church of Satan. You have a church of Satan here in New York, and I'm sure in other places in the country also, but specifically in New York. Continue, brother. Verse three, for all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich, thorough, the abundance of her delicacies. See, so all nations have drunken of this wine. Why Why does it say that? Because all of the, the worships that are going on throughout the world come from Babylon. 
well, come, it truly comes from ancient Babylon, but America have made those things uh, substantiated and, subs- and sensationalized, such as Sunday worship, such as Christmas, such as Easter. See, all of these are things that America uh, promote on a high level. You turn on the TV during, you know, the last three months of the year and you can see that America have actually had a bad influence on the world. It says the kings of the earth have committed fornication. The merchants of the earth are waxed rich because why? All the people that are trading with America, they're making money off America. America is a business and not a country. If you go anywhere in the world and you buy and you have maybe a Range Rover or something that's American made, it's actually worth more outside of the country just because it came from America. See, so all the merchants of the earth they laid down with this with this uh, with this the Bible calls it the whore, right? See, they've taken the the worships, um, they've taken the the music, all of these things have attributed to the world going in a downward spiral. Continue, brother. Verse four, and I heard another voice from heaven saying, "Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plague." See, so if you're the Most High's people, he's saying. Come out of her. See? Come out of America. You have to leave America. You have to leave Babylon. I understand that that's not popular. Why? Because a lot of people don't know anything outside of America. But that's okay. You know, when we came through the Red Sea, we didn't know where we were going to go. But what? The Mosai had a place prepared for us. The land of Canaan. Which you call now today Israel. We didn't know that there was a land prepared for us. We didn't know where we were going to go or how we were going to eat. But yet, the Most High delivered us from there. Why? Because when we were in Egypt, we started to worship Egyptian gods. The same way we're dealing with here, with all these religions, gangs, drugs. Read that scripture again, brother. Verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. Right. So you must come out of America to maneuver what's getting ready to transpire. Now, there is people out there, there is brothers and sisters out there who... Who are in denial, um, quite honestly, and they'll say that this is talking about Rome or, you know, the ideologies of Rome, you know, the worships of Rome. And that's not what this is speaking on because it says that you'll receive plagues. So this isn't something, this is something that has to be done physically. You can't come out of her spiritually. There's no such thing as that. There's no such thing as that. You must come out of America to be, to, in order to be saved. Read for again, brother. Verse 4, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. What sins? The sins that maybe man and man can be married, right? Woman and woman can be married. Homosexuality is legal, right? Right? So, you know, there's a lot of laws in America. Um, Vaccinating your children. When the Most High said that your temple, your body is a temple of the Most High. And not to, you know, introduce foreign substances into it. See, how about celebrating Christmas, right? That's something that's sensationalized through America where the first family or, you know, the president and the first lady, they, you know, on a specific day in December, they dress up the tree and put the star at the top. See, this comes from the head down. Continue, brother. Verse five, for her sins have reached unto heaven and God hath remembered her iniquities. See, so it's so much sin that the most high is, is, is smelling. He's hearing it now. They're going out into space. They're putting, um, they're putting anti-weapon, uh, anti-matter weapons out in space. So the sins have reached up into heaven. Continue, brother. Verse six. 
Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her double according to her works. And the cup which she hath filled, filled to her double. Right. Reward her even as she rewarded you. Now, we all know that America is, um, is about conquest. Um, the land was stolen. They have warred. They're, I think, in about five different wars currently right now at one time in one campaign. See? So you can't steal a land, enslave the people on it, and then expect, you know, the world to, or this particular country to deal righteously. Our parents always taught us what? Uh, you reap what you sow. And you think that America is any different? See? America isn't any different. And when America go down... The whole world will recognize the Most High God because if America can be taken down, then you know who can't be taken down. The same way when the Most High uh, hardened Pharaoh's heart to destroy him, when Egypt was the superpower of the world at that time, and that that gained our trust and our faith forever. That if the Most High could take down Egypt, he could take down anybody, and that's what's going on here. Read verse six again, brother. Verse six: Reward her even as she rewarded you. And double unto her double according to her works. And the cup which she hath filled, filled to her double. How much she hath glorified herself. Read that again. How much she hath glorified herself and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow. It says, I sit a queen and am no widow. What is that saying? It says she glorified herself. Who? Who glorify themselves more than America? What country is more proud than the United States of America? I see the queen. I am no widow, which means I, I'll never lose a war. See? Isn't that what, you know, a lot of the military say? They, they use that patriotism and they say, you know, we, we ain't never lost. We ain't never lose. See? Glorifying herself. Live deliciously. What country do you know? You got people who, you know, living in a home. You got 20 rooms, but yet you living there by yourself. Sister, brother, you can only sleep in one room at a time. What other country do you know where a brother or sister got a hundred different red bottoms or Jordans? Living deliciously over our means. Read 7 again, brother. Verse 7. How much she hath glorified herself and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow. See, you can't go into these countries and take them over. Afghanistan, um, you know, Pakistan, all of these places, uh, Vietnam. You can't war with all these people and expect nothing and the Most High to just stand by. You, you, th that's impossible. The Most High is, the Most High is in charge. And he allowed you to sin in order to let you dig your grave di uh, deeper and then to drop that dirt on you. Drop that dirt on you just digging yourself into a bigger hole. And the Most High going to come flatten it. See? So, America is going to get back double what she have done. Read verse 8, brother. Verse 8. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine. And she shall be utterly burnt with fire. For as strong is the, is the Lord God who judgeth her. So, if this is coming out of Rome spiritually... There's plagues. Is 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 death and mourning and famine? Is that is that a spiritual uh, thing or is that physically? See, read verse eight again, brother. Verse eight. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day: death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burnt with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. And fire will be the last thing to come. But look at what's going on now: plagues, sicknesses, right? 
flu vaccines and all these uh, the slew of things that they're trying to introduce to our, our bloodstream. Famine. Look at the GMOs. It's, it's a shame that GMOs is even legal. It's a shame that you have to label non-GMO when nothing should be GMO. See? It's a famine. But she will be utterly burnt with fire. And that's in the end. But this is, remember, it says Babylon is fallen. It's fallen. So it's in a progression of going down. See? We all know that it's not the place it once was. Look at the entertainment. Look at the music. Listen to it. See? America have become something different, living deliciously. And the Most High have a judgment coming. Continue, brother. Verse 9. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and live deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Read that again. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and live deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. All the countries that got rich by, you know, dealing financially with America, they're going to cry for her. Why? Because no more money coming from America. America sell everybody else's products. Right? See, so a lot of countries have become rich through America. And once America is taken down, that'll no longer be. The only reason why America was such a great uh, a great country at, at one time was because the children of Israel was there. And the Most High was giving them favor because the children of Israel was there. The same way when we were in Egypt, and Egypt was ruling. See, so it's really not them. It's actually us. See? So this is how we're liberated. You can't be liberated if you're still living in a land that enslaved you. Enslaved you. See? And the, and the, the issue is that, you know, especially our brothers and sisters, they, you know, everybody's equal here. This is what they say. Everybody's equal here, right? You know, I don't want to move out, you know, in other countries because I, I don't know what's going on out there. We're, we're treated equal here. And if you think you're equal, then clearly the program and have worked. Because the slave master want the slave to think that they're being treated equal. Therefore, you're not looking for anything greater. If you think being sprayed down with hoses and dogs sicked on you while you're being killed and murdered on live television, if you think that's equal, you, you, you're, you're, you're more asleep than we could ever imagine. If you think, and see, that's sorcery. That's the sorcery because you're looking at how you're being treated and you're saying, this is equality. This is equality? See? This is what the Most High is talking about here. We got to wake up. We got to get on the move. Now, never think about, you know, just because you're reading of what's going to happen in America, you shouldn't be scared. You shouldn't be afraid. You should not fear. A lot of brothers and sisters say, well, where are we going to go? We don't have nowhere to go. And that's the wrong way to think. Never think from a standpoint of what you can't do. Because you're all, if you do that, you've already lost. That's you got to focus on the most high and know that he's going to make a way. Never start with what you can't do. See, because that's what Satan used. He used that fear as a spiritual bond to keep you, you know, in order. Uh, read verse 10, brother. Verse 10, standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. Continue. And the, and the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise anymore. For those who are in denial, saying that this is Rome, what what merchandise are you buying from Rome? See, so that okay, there's you're not buying anything from Rome. 
I'll tell you one thing, no matter where you go in this world, you hear American music. You'll hear American music, hip-hop, pop, R&B. You'll hear that all over the world. Read 11 again, brother. Verse 11. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise anymore. See, you're not buying any merchandise from Rome. You're buying merchandise from America. America supply the world with merchandise. Read verse 12, brother. Verse 12. The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and all thy wood and all manner vessels of ury and all manner vessels of most precious wood and of brass and iron and marble. Now, who's buying gold and silver and jewelry from Rome? See, this is America. America was that great city that was made out of Rome, France, Great Britain, Spain. That's America, Babylon. We in the heart of the beast. Who's buying jewelry from Rome? See? The Most High is, is trying to wake you up, Israel. Gentiles also. There's a change is getting ready to come, and you need to protect yourself and protect your family. This proves that the Bible is true. Because everything we're going to go through today is going to be the confirmation that you need. We're going to read 13 through 23. Verse 13. And cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and souls of men. Read that last part again. And chariots and slaves and souls of men. See? And slaves. See? So when this place go down, they'll no longer be able to use us as slaves. And that's what we are. We're slaves. Employment is slavery. I don't care how, you know, how good you make it sound. For instance, um, if you know about history, um, when we were slaves, they had to keep us fed. They had to keep us with health care, keep us clean and healthy. Why? Because that's how the crops got maintenance. That's how the home, houses got clean. See? So now they said, you know what? What we'll do is we'll give them quote-unquote employment or jobs therefore they're responsible for their own upkeep see this is what was going on read 13 again brother verse 13 and cinnamon and odors and ointment and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and souls of men see slaves that's what employment is i don't care how you make it sound they called it employment because they wanted you to be responsible for your upkeep. No longer how, you know, when we all were on a plantation, they, you know, they had the dentist for us. They fed us whatever they wanted to feed us. Now they give you the free health care. Because why? Because to keep you healthy and you'll continue to build their constructs. That's why, uh, you know, the majority of us or Americans, you know, we go to, we fill out an application, we go to work, you know, but none of us is so compartmentalized. We, none of us know what the objective is. You know, we all have a job, but we really don't know why we're doing it. We're just doing it for money. See? So, America provided slaves. See? The human stock, the stock exchange. What do you think that was about? Continue, brother. Verse 14. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee. And all things which were dainty and goodly and depart are departed from thee. And thou shalt find them no more at all. See? So, the... the the uh, precious things that you could once get from America, only in America, 
um, you that'll be no longer available to you. Read fourteen again, brother. Verse fourteen. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all the things which are dainty and goodly are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. Continue. The merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 15, the merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing. Uh, All nations outside of the country of America will mourn. There will never, ever be another place like America. America is what Rome dreamed to be. See? This is what Rome, this was Rome's, uh, you know, this was Rome's best nightmare, uh, best uh, dream. This is what it dreamed to be. The glory of America. Everybody is quote unquote afraid or respect America for I don't know what reason. See? So all countries outside of America are going to cry and weep and wail, not because they love Americans, because the money is gone now. See? America is a business. You look this up in history. It's a corporation. It's incorporated. Continue, brother. Verse 16. And saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed by fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. For in one hour so great riches is come to naught. And every shipmaster and all the company and ships and sailors and as many as trade by sea stood afar off and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? There will be no other. There will be no other place like America ever again. So what this is saying is, you know, all nations are going to. All nations are gonna. This is gonna affect all people, not just Americans. This is gonna affect the the whole construct of capitalization of the economy. This is gonna shake the world, and this is the Most High showing His power. Read eighteen again, brother. Verse eighteen. And cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? The takedown of this country is the vengeance of the Most High God. These people are going to miss the music. They're going to miss the entertainment. They're going to miss it all. But this is what happens when when your origin is Satan worship. When you allow Satanists to come right into your land and be the predominant people. When you allow secret societies to rule your government, this is what comes from that. And you know, I'm not afraid, and I'm I, you know, I'm not angry or mad because after everything my people have gone through, this is our vengeance here. See, this is the Most High getting our back. This is Him protecting us and paying them back for what they've done to us. Not just the Negroes, all of Israel. How they treat the Mexicans, so-called Mexicans, or the tribe of Issachar. How they treat, treated the North American Indians and slaughtered over a hundred million of them in what is known as the American Holocaust. See? This is the payback. This is the vengeance. Because why? Vengeance isn't ours. It's the Lord's. We, what we are, we, we're servants. We come in a peace. We come in peace. But our Lord is not coming the same way. We're the peacemakers. But the Most High, the Most High is going to send His Son. And when He sent His Son, it's not going to be to you know, run through the meadows with a tulip in his teeth. He's coming for war. This is, America's going to be done away with before Christ even come back. That's in Scripture. So if you believe in Christ coming back, you gotta. 
if you look at the chronology of the Bible, it tells you that when he, when Christ break the atmosphere, America will be no more. See, so Christ isn't coming back to deal with America. He's going to allow other countries to war against America to destroy themselves because everything that have transpired over the last couple centuries. Uh, read 18 again, brother, please. Verse 18 and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, what city is like unto the great this great city? And they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, that great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness. For in one hour is she made desolate. In one hour she will be made desolate. That means you, it's only going to be dust and fire in this country. If you think, if you know the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, it, Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, all the other persecutions and things that happened in the earth, once this deliverance happened, you won't even we won't even speak about what happened in Egypt and the Red Sea because this will be so much greater than anything we've ever seen before. Read verse twenty, brother. Verse twenty: Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. Read that again. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets. For God hath avenged you on her. See, so you should rejoice, especially if you're an Israelite. You should rejoice because this is the most high God protecting you and having your back and avenging you, avenging us on this particular country. See, so that's that's the problem. You know, dealing in Christianity, um, dealing in Christianity, they always told us to pray for your government, pray for your country. Now, if you do that. You actually praying against prophecy because the Most High said He's taking it down. See, and they know how strong your prayers are. The only reason it's been held up this long is because of all of the black churches that's praying for this country, even though we've been treated like spit, like spittle. Read verse twenty again, brother. Verse twenty: Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. Continue. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great milestone and cast it into the sea, saying. Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. Right. It says a millstone. What does that mean? Millstone means to grind. That means there'll be no more employment. <laughs> no more employment. See? Read that one more time, brother. Verse 21. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down. And shall be found no more at all. See, so there's violence coming to this particular country. There's violence. And if you go into your scriptures, the Most High, He gives you a guideline or a syllabus curriculum for what countries are to take America down. Iran is going to spearhead it. Iran is going to spearhead it. That's why if you actually look at the map of the, um, of the lands or areas around Iran that they have... Uh, put American bases they're actually trying to surround Iran because they know the last world war will start with it'll be Iran it'll be China Venezuela they're all going to send they're going to send missiles here they're going to send them all here so you know we're not saying this to scare you you know we're saying this to to re-energize you and protect you you know the most I always send some teachers to let people know uh, before destruction come he had Noah right Noah was telling them there was, you know, there's, there's, there's rain coming. There was no such thing as rain at this time. So I can understand why it was hard for them to understand. But when it started raining, trust me, everybody took notice. Everybody took notice. See? 
So you may call us crackpots. So they talking about America, leaving America, you know, da 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 da, right? But they said the same thing about Noah, right? Get a job, Noah. Bum. See? Until it started raining. Read 22, brother. Verse 22. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeteers shall be heard no more at all in thee. Read that again. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeteers shall be heard no more at all in thee. See, this is that American music. And all all countries love that American music. Having back in the day, they would have uh, Whitney Houston singing the Christmas carols, right? And then right after the Christmas carols, she was doing lines of coke. Right after the Christmas carols, and you think that Christmas is about Christ? See, that music it won't be heard anymore. Read twenty two again, brother. Verse twenty two. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. And no craftsman or whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee. And the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. Continue. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth. For by the sorceries were all nations deceived. Read that last part again. For by the sorceries were all nations deceived. See, all nations were deceived. That's why the Most High said he dealt with Jacob. Why? Because all these other nations are following different gods. See, and it's pushed through America. America sensationalizes and promote Buddhism and yoga and Islam and all these things. The government have power to say you're going to be one particular religion. Because if, if you don't think that, what do you think is going to happen when Christ comes back? You think there's going to be freedom of religion when Christ comes back? No. He's coming with the real new world order. See? So all of these merchants uh, have, have been deceived through the sorcery. By dealing with money and making money together, of course, they start to share other things like uh, culture. See? I know people you know, of other persuasions that are maybe Asians. Or Africans, and they come to America, and then they start celebrating Christmas. And I'm like, why are you celebrating Christmas? That's not your culture. Well, you know, we just want to fit in and be like America. See? See? America is, is on its way to hell. And it's, it's for the reason of, you know, how they've treated God's people. And not just God's people. How they've gone on to other people's lands and destroyed them. Set up infrastructures and, and charged them, uh, you know, to rebuild their economies. See, this was all a plan through Rome because Great Britain, Spain, and France all came from Rome. Rome took over country, uh, took over particular lands and then that land became part of Rome. Rome was an ideology. It wasn't just a small land. That's what you got to realize. That's why nobody knew war like Rome. The same way America would take a down a place and then put uh, an American base there like in Puerto Rico. Right? They warred against the Ephraimites, the Puerto Ricans, God's people, and then put a base there. This is what they do. Take you down and put a base there. Therefore, they control from there also. They learned that from Rome. We're going into 2nd Ezra 45 because we want to show you after Babylon is taken down, who's next? See, because the Bible points you in specific direction on how to be safe. We're going into your apographer. We're going to 2nd Ezra. Go into your apographer, guys, ladies and gentlemen. So you can have some insight on what's going to happen after Babylon. 
the fact that you can say after Babylon should be alarming because there's going to be life after America's no longer here. And I know a lot of us, you know, that's hard for us to understand. But the world is much bigger than America. Now, you know, if you, you know, you won't leave the, the place of your captivity. If you would have asked our forefathers, you know, a hundred years ago, you know, listen, we're going to give you 24 hours to get out of the country that enslaved you and murdered your people, swung you on trees, knocked you upside your head, picking peas and picking cotton. Our forefathers would have, they would have ran as fast as they could. See, but what they've done is they got us comfortable and complacent in captivity. Therefore, the slaves are not even looking to leave. Look at that. Look how look how they have programmed us. They've done a phenomenal job with it. But through the spirit of the Most High God, He's woken us up. He's woken us up. We're going to read 2 Ezra chapter 15, verse 45 through 58. 2 <clears throat> Ezra 15, verse 45. And they that remain under her shall do service unto them that have put her in fear. And thou, Asia... That art partaker of the hope of Babylon. Read that again. And thou Asia that art partaker of the hope of Babylon. And art the glory of her person. Woe be unto thee that wretch. See so he's aiming now. He's going to aim his destruction towards Asia. China is next. Read that scripture again brother. Verse 46. Yes sir. Verse 46. And thou Asia that art partaker of the hope of Babylon. And art the glory of of her person. Woe be unto thee, thou wretch, because thou hast made thyself like unto her. See, so China have mimicked America, right? Through the Wall Street, um, building cities in the same fashion of like New York City. See, so they've copied America and everything they've done. Um, uh, China don't really produce things. What they do is copy something that's already established and make it smaller. So they've taken all the ideas of America. If you don't believe me, look at the Chinese people over there working for 25 cents a day. Where do you think they got that program from? See? Slave labor. The same way we were done. They're doing it there. Read that scripture again, brother. Verse 47. Woe be unto thee, thou wretch, because thou hast made thyself like unto her, and hast decked thy daughters in whoredom, that they might please and glory in thy lovers. Which have always desired to commit whoredom with thee. See, what this is talking about is, at one time, Asian women had some type of uh, respect and culture. They were honorable people. They were shamefaced. But now you see these Chinese women, and they're dealing with red hair and, you know, facial tattoos. It's like something have changed. They're dealing with gothic look. Before, it was never. Before, it it was not so. But they have mimicked America. Therefore, they'll receive the same punishment as America. Read that scripture one more time, brother. Verse 47. Woe be unto thee, thou wretch, because thou hast made thyself like unto her, and hast decked thy daughters in whoredom, that they might please and glory in thy lovers, which have always desired to commit whoredom with thee. Continue. Thou hast followed her, that is hated in all her works and inventions. Therefore, saith God. See, it says in those inventions, see, all the things that America have invented and made, um, you know, part of society, the Asians, the Chinese have mimicked it and followed it. Everything. Every single thing. And see, what they've done is they've set themselves up an economy because they know once America is taken down, they feel as if, you know, all of that um, power and wealth will be allocated to China. That's why they have their own economy, their own money, and everything that they're pushing because they know America will go down. And once America goes down, <clears throat> there'll be a void. 
And China believes that they are, you know, going to be able to take care of that. They, they, they thought that they would be able to step in that place. America, a lot of America is actually owned by the Chinese. So what they're going to use it as an escape valve because they're going to use America as the sheep goat and blame everything that have happened as far as money, debt, and all of those things. They're going to blame it on America and they're going to all blow it up. They're going to blow it up because it's expendable. They always knew it was expendable. They're not from America. These people came from Europe, took over this country and just used it as a business, used it for what they wanted. And now it's time to pay the piper. Read 48 again, brother. Verse 48. Thou hast followed her that is hated in all her works and inventions. Therefore saith God, I will send plagues upon thee, widowhood, poverty, famine, sword and pestilence, to waste thy houses with destruction and death. See, so the ten horns will have diseases or plagues they're going to let loose in Asia. You notice when you see a lot of them, they, they got masks on and stuff like that. See, so the Most High going to send plagues there. He going to allow, you know, these other nations to plague China. They're gonna, this is what's going to happen. So China is not going to be safe. When you leave America, that's not going to be the place you want to go. The Most High is giving you chronological order so you can know where to be safe. That's why you got to pick up your Bible. That's why you need an apographer. Because if you don't have second address, if you don't have your apographer, how could you know that China is not going to be safe? It would be impossible. you got to pick up these records, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Continue, brother. <clears throat> Verse 50. And the glory of the power shall be shall be dried up as flour when the heat shall arise that is sent over thee. Read that again. Verse 50. And the glory of the power shall be dried up as flour when the heat shall arise that is sent over thee. Right. That heat after the plagues is going to come nuclear hit. That's what's coming. That's what's coming in China is a nuclear hit. This is the most high judging. Them. Continue, brother. Verse 51. Thou shalt be weakened as a poor woman with stripes. And as one chastised with wounds, so that the mighty and lovers shall not be able to receive thee. Continue. Would I, would I with jealousy have so proceeded against thee, saith the Lord? If thou hadst not always slain my chosen, exalting the strokes of thy hand, and saying over their dead, when thou was drunken. See, so they had a hand in what's transpired with the children of Israel, with the natives, Hispanics, and Negroes. Why? Because... They're over here selling us foods. They're, they're dealing with predominantly in the food industry. And then you walk in there, you see dragons all over the place. And they're actually praying spirits into the food, like the Bible says. Being idle, you know, eating things that was offered up, into, you know, offered up to devils. They're praying devils into these foods. They're feeding us dog and cat. They're feeding us dog and cat. See? So they have a hand in this thing also. You'll walk right in there, walk past ten different dragons, a Buddha statue, and say, let me get three three wings and fried rice. See? So they have had a hand in taking us down. Read 53 again, brother. Verse 53. If thou hadst not always slain my chosen, exalting the stroke of thine hand, and saying over their dead, when thou was drunken, set forth the beauty of their, thy continents. The reward so, of thy whoredom. Excuse me. Uh, so you know, <clears throat> this is what must go. This is what we must go through in order to be liberated. These people were always in agreement with destroying God's people, and now look at how they're treating their people with the slave labor. See, they're going to be punished for all of that. Read 44, uh, 54 again, brother. Verse fifty-four. Set forth the beauty of thy continents, 
The reward of thy whoredom shall be in thy bosom. Therefore shalt thou receive recompense. See, that means you're going to receive punishment. See, your reward for that whoredom is punishment. See, that's what the Most High have for you. So, you know, we say this to not scare anybody, but we want brothers and sisters to understand where we are in history and what areas will be safe. Because China is not going to be safe after America. For a time, it will be. But once America goes down, that should be, you know, that should be a sign to you. That should be a sign to you to understand where we are in prophecy. Okay, well, you know what? The Bible said that America would be taken down. Now, China is going to be taken down. See? So this is the punishment that is coming to not only America, but also to China or to Asia. See? This is what's getting ready to transpire. It's, in, it's very important that you go into prophecy. You can't just build a, a belief based on an emotion, based on love. It doesn't make any sense. It, it, it can't stand. It, it will always fall. You got to understand these prophecies so you can protect them babies. So you can protect your family, your children, your friends. Pick up this Bible, brothers and sisters. Pick up this Bible. Don't be like a... Uh, <clears throat> I can't remember. It's uh, one of those... The, the, the animal that sticks his head in the ground. And, you know, it's like they see, you know, they see evil and they put their head in the ground. Don't be like that. A lot of people are going to, you know, probably turn this broadcast off right away because they realize it's something that have to be done. You're going to have to leave America. You're going to have to leave China. Continue, brother. Verse 56. Like as thou has like as thou has done unto my chosen, saith the Lord, even so shall God do unto thee. Read that again. Like as thou hast done unto my chosen, saith the Lord, even so shall God do unto thee, and shall deliver thee into mischief. See, so this is the most high having our vengeance. Why would he be doing this? Because our people are waking up to who their what their true heritage and culture is and starting to follow the Bible again. Therefore, the agreement is now back in play. The Most High said he'll put us above all people if we followed his law. Now we're coming back to the law. We're realizing who we are. Once you realize who you are, the next step is to pick up your culture and your laws. See? And once that happens, the world better look out. Because the Most High is going to elevate us to rulership. And this is what must happen in order for us to rule. Continue, brother. Verse 57. Thy children shall die of hunger. And thou shalt fall through the sword. Thy city shall be broken down, and all thine shall perish with the sword in the field. They that be in the mountains shall die of hunger, and eat their own flesh, and drink their own blood, for very hunger, and bread, and thirst of water. See, this is what's going to happen to Asia. This is what is going to happen to China. For always being in agreement with destroying God's people. We're going to go to Jeremiah 31. We're going to your Tanakh. Jeremiah 31. We're going to read verse, um, we're going to read verse 10. Jeremiah 31 and 10. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations. The word of the Lord is the Bible. Read, read, brother. Verse 10. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the, in the allies afar off, and say, He that scattered Israel will, be, will gather him, and keep him as a shepherd doeth his flock. So eventually... <clears throat> Of course, we'll have to make it through Jacob's trouble. 
but it must first be declared out to the islands, Puerto Rico, Haiti, Jamaica, Panama. See, we were scattered. Israel was scattered. So we need to go to these brothers and sisters and, uh, you know, give them some understanding of what's going to happen. Read that scripture again, brother. Jeremiah 31 verse 10. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the allies far off and say, he that scattered Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd doth his flock. See, so the Most High, the same God that scattered us will now gather us. He will gather us. How can he gather us? By us coming back to the understanding of who we are. To realize that you're not Brazilian. You're not black or Puerto Rican. We're all Israelites. We're all Israelites. See, when you break yourself down like that, you become the minority. And when you put us together, we're actually the majority. We're talking about the Haitians, the Jamaicans, the Trinidadians, right? The the Blaikwa Tainos, the people from Polynesia, if the Mexicans, the Hispanics. If these people came together, the world would the world would break. It is going to break. Read verse eleven, brother. Verse eleven: For the Lord hath redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of him that was stronger than he. See, read that again. For the Lord hath redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of him that was stronger than he. See, we've been redeemed through Christ's blood. Christ's blood, it was a purchase. It purchased us back. He redeemed Jacob. Who's Jacob? The 12 tribes. Israel. Israel and Jacob are the same people. See? So he's, he said he's going to deliver us from those who are stronger than us. We can't do this alone. This is not. You can't beat these people with physical force. You're going to need intervention from God. And that's what's going to happen. Read verse 11 one more time, brother. Verse 11. For the Lord hath redeemed Jacob. And ransomed him from the hand of him that was stronger than he. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion. Okay, we're going to um, we're gonna go to Jeremiah 46 and 27. We're going over just a few chapters. Follow us. We're, we're still in the Tanakh. Jeremiah 46. And we're going to read verse 27. Jeremiah 46 verse 27. But fear not, though, thou, O my servant Jacob, and be not dismayed, O Israel. Be not dismayed. Dismayed means don't be confused. Continue. For behold, I will save thee from afar off, and thy seed from the land of their captivity. And Jacob shall return and be in rest and at ease, and none shall make him afraid. Read that again, brother. Verse 27. But fear not, thou, O my servant Jacob, and be not dismayed, O Israel. For behold, I will save thee from afar off, and thy seed from the land of their captivity. He would save our seed from the land of their captivity. Where was that at? See, that's Babylon. That's America. The land of our captivity, the Most High, going to save us, save our babies, save our family from the land of their captivity. Continue, brother. And Jacob shall return and be in rest and at ease, and none shall make him afraid. See, so once we're at ease with the Most High... And you know the Most High is not against us anymore. We'll be afraid of no nation. We'll never be afraid again because the only person we, you know, the only people we fear is the Most High God. See, so once we get back at ease with our God, we'll never be afraid again. We'll be ready to follow the Most High God's commandments at any, you know, at any expense. See, so in order for us to operate freely, this construct must be destroyed. That's the only way for us to operate freely. These people, this country, have to be destroyed. Or you're going to continue to serve. They're not going to let you go. 
How could they let you go? Without you, what was this country before we were here? When they were just dealing without having the slaves, what was going on? What was going on in Egypt? It was a desert. What happened when we left Egypt? It was a desert. Look at it today. See? So when the children of Israel leave a place, there's a, there's a grand exit. You you can tell. You can tell because the Most High going to smite that place. See? We're not, we're not angry. We're going to allow the Most High God to do what He promised us. See? Now, we're going to go to, uh, we're going to Zephaniah 1 and 14 in your Tanakh. To show you another prophecy. Zephaniah 1 verse 14. The great day of the Lord is near. It is near and hasteth greatly. Even the voice of the day of the Lord. The mighty man shall cry there bitterly. That day is a day of wrath. A day of trouble and distress. A day of wasteness and desolation. A day of darkness and gloominess. And the day of clouds and the thick darkness. And the day of the trumpet and alarm against the fit cities. And against the high towers. Against the what? Fit cities and high towers. See, fit cities. That means it's it's highly um, militarized. That means they have um, military, which is a defense. That's what it's when it says high. When it says uh, fit cities, that means there's protection. Notice it said against the high towers. It said a day of clouds and thick darkness. That's when the twin towers was hit. That was prophesied that this would be the beginning of the falling of America. America have been falling for a, quite some time at this point. Read 15 again, brother. Verse 15. That day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress. Now, think about what happened on 9-11. This is what, this is what transpired. The Bible is prophesying this in the Old Testament. Continue, brother. A day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. What clouds is it talking about? That's smoke. That's smoke, smoke clouds. It was dark. See? Continue, brother. Verse 16. A day of the trumpet and alarm against the fenced cities and against the high towers. See? This was prophesied. The trumpets signify that your freedom is under attack in the beginning of Babylon falling. That was the trumpets. See? How, how could the Bible know about this? How could it be prophesying this if the Bible wasn't true? If it wasn't real? So you got to deal with the Old Testament, the Apocrypha, the New Testament, the Bibles, you know, the Most High said he come in the volume of the book. See? So you can't just deal with the New Testament. You can't just deal with the Old Testament. You have to deal with the comp- a compilation of the entire Bible. Every word in this Bible is true, and we hope that you open your eyes to be able to see. I want you to read 15 and 16 one more time, brother. <clears throat> Zephaniah 1, verse 15. That day is a day of wrath. A day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of the trumpet and alarm against the fenced cities and against the high towers. Right. America was the, you know, was supposed to be the safest country, right? Because we've never had another country invade this, you know, on this land, no boots on the ground. But it's still, it's still prophesied that there would be an alarm against the fenced cities. Fence City means protected against the high towers. We call that the Twin Towers. That happened on 9-11. Now we're going into Jeremiah 30. We're going to read 1 through 10. 
Excuse me. We're going to Jeremiah 30 in verse 1. Jeremiah 30 verse 1. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Thus speaketh the Lord God of Israel, saying, Write thee all the words that I have spoken unto thee in a book. For lo, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will bring again the captivity of my people Israel and Judah. See, he said he would bring the captivity of us. That means he would bring into mind how we got into captivity. That means knowledge of our forefathers and the sins, you know, in the times of our past, the transgressions. Read that scripture again. Verse 3. For lo, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will bring again the captivity of my people, Israel and Judah, saith the Lord. And I will cause them to return to the land that I gave to their fathers, and they shall possess it. See, so we're going to be delivered from America. And we're not going back to Israel immediately. We're going to go back to Israel after, the, uh, after Christ smite that place and bring it back from the sword. Because why? It have to be cleansed. It's a filthy place right now. Those people that are living over there in Israel aren't following any laws. They're having a good old European time over there. They're just there as a defense. So you don't think about going there. They're not following any of the laws, statutes, and commandments. And for that, that land is going to be destroyed. Continue, brother. Verse 4. And these are the words that the Lord spake concerning Israel and concerning Judah. For thus saith the Lord, we have heard a voice of trembling, of fear, and not of peace. See, so the Most High have heard our prayers. You know, we've been praying, <clears throat> we've been hurt, we've been attacked, we've been offended. And the Most High, He wasn't ignoring us. He heard all of it. Read that again, brother. Verse 4. And these are the words that the Lord spake concerning Israel and concerning Judah. For thus saith the Lord, we have heard a voice of trembling, and of fear, and not of peace. Ask ye now, and see whether a man doth travail with child. Wherefore do I, do I see every man with his hands on his loins, and as a woman in travail, and all faces are turned into paleness. Right, so it's the Most High is saying, there's some, Jeremiah is seeing something in the future that's going to weaken the power of men. That's what's going on here. That's why it says, uh, you know, a man doth tra travail with child. A man with his hands on his loins. That means something is weakening him. He's in pain. See? This is what's transpired, and this is why the Most High is going to come to our defense and carry us the rest of the way. Continue, brother. Verse 7. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. Read that again. <clears throat> Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. So what he's saying is, he, when it talks about travailing, what the Most High is doing, he's comparing Israel becoming a nation again to a woman in childbirth. That's what's going on. That's the similarity because the close, the the, the harsh, the more harsh the pain, if I could say such a word, the harsher the pain, the closer you are to deliverance. So this must happen in order for the calm, the calm after the storm. Read that scripture again, brother. Verse seven. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. Jacob's trouble, see? I, a lot of people identify it as the New World Order. But the New World Order is really in Scripture called Jacob's trouble. Why? Because it's indicative, it's indicative of who it's against. Verse 7. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. Jacob's trouble. Jacob's trouble. That means... Those who are Jacob, the 12 tribes, this would be aimed towards you. 
Everything that's going on is for you. See, so there's other, of course, there's other races, but predominantly in prophecy, this plan of what's going on with the government, these wars, it is aimed towards Jacob. Continue that scripture, brother. But he shall be saved out of it. See, so there'll be a remnant of Jacob that still will make it. There'll be much death. But if you're following the Most High, his laws, statutes, and commandments, his holy days, his dietary laws, you shall be saved out of this. Continue, brother. Verse 8. For it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off thy neck and will burn... And will burst thy bonds. So that means no longer be used as slaves or employees. And strangers shall no more serve themselves of him. No more using our women as bed layers. See? Continue. Verse 9. But they shall serve the Lord their God. And David their king whom I will raise up unto them. David their king. That's talking about Christ. The son of David. Christ is the king. Son of David. From the lineage of David. We shall serve God. Christ, we shall serve the Most High. We shall not serve David. It's saying Christ, who came from the lineage of David. Continue, brother. Verse 10. Therefore fear not. Therefore fear thou not, O my servant Jacob, saith the Lord. Neither be dismayed, O Israel. For lo, I will save thee from afar, and thy seed from the land of their captivity. Read that part again. And thy seed from the land of their captivity. And Jacob shall return. And shall be in rest and be quiet and none shall make him afraid. See? So once this happens, once we're liberated from Babylon, the Most High is going to accept us back as his people. And we'll no longer be afraid. We're, we're afraid of many things at this point. We're afraid to die. We're afraid to speak our mind. We're, we're afraid to stand up for God. Once this happens, we're going to get our righteous courage back. We're going back into Revelations. We're going to Revelations 12. We're going into Revelations 12 now. We told you we're going to break down some of this Revelations for you so you can have a clear understanding on some of the things. I know a lot of people, Christians, you know, especially children, they're interested in Revelations, but it seems as if nobody will go into it with them. I remember a lot of people, you know, didn't even read the rest of the Bible. They were just going to Revelations. It's like they wanted to just read the end. Well, we're going to help you get some, uh, we're going to help you get some edification. We're at Revelations 12 and 9. Revelations 12 verse 9 And the great dragon was cast out That old serpent called the devil and Satan Was deceived the whole world So <clears throat> after Christ was crucified Satan lo no longer had the power to accuse the brother in heaven Read that again brother Verse 9 And the great dragon was cast out That old serpent called the devil and Satan Was deceived the whole world Satan's greatest tool is deception He would deceive us all into Worshipping him and thinking that he was the most high God. He would deceive us to think that the quote unquote Jewish people who are really Amalek or Edomites are Jews. They would be calling themselves Ashkenazi Jews, which if you know the Bible, you know that's impossible because Ashkenaz was a son of uh, Japheth, who are the Asians. The Jews are a son of Shem, two different family lines. So you can't be an Ashkenazi Jew. Read nine again, brother. Verse nine. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan was deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels was cast out with him. See, to prove to you that there was angels that fell with him. And those fallen angels <clears throat> gave mankind psychology, weaponry, um, how to deal with drugs and, you know, 
do you know do things with the chemistry, which changing the the, the compounds of certain um, <clears throat> excuse me, changing the compounds of certain uh, drugs in order to you know add this, take this away. How you deal with a GMO? These are things that didn't come from the mind of a man. This came from Satan and his minions. Continue, brother. Verse ten. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. Right. So after Christ took the keys, once he died on the cross, he, you know, he went into the underworld and took the keys of that. He was there. And now he controls both realms. So Satan don't have control to be able to go up into the heavens. Because if you go into Job, read the first chapter, Satan still had the power to go up into the heavens and talk to the Most High. How do you think he was asking jo- um, the Most High if he could, you know, don't, you know, let me attack Job. You know, he's, he's only worshiping you because, you know, because you bless him. But allow me to attack him. How could he do that if he wasn't still going into the heavens? See, so he no longer has that power anymore. Continue, brother. Verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Read that again. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. The only way to avoid this destruction is to have to be covered in the blood of Christ. Continue. And they love not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. See, read that again, brother. Verse 12. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath. So, woe to Israel. Woe to those on the earth. Because why? Because Satan would destroy the earth. Trying to destroy Israel. He don't care. He would kill everything. Animals, land, people. As long as he eradicate these people. So what would they start doing? They would start using what? H-A-A-R-P. The harp machine. Right? Which is, uh, which is, they would start to use natural, they would start to use weather as warfare. Therefore, through natural disaster, you'll yield your rights to the government. Just like in, um, Katrina. Where they started sending in black water and FEMA. See, and you, you, you invited them in because of natural disasters. See, so Satan, since he'd been cast down to the earth, have now started to attack God's people because he can't get to Christ any longer. So he'll get to Christ's people. Read that again, brother. Verse 12. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of earth and of the sea. For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath. Because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. His time is short because we're waking up. You got to know where you, where you are in prophecy because, you know, the more we move along in prophecy, the worse it's going to get. Because he, he understands that he's running out of time. Therefore, he's going to destroy all people, anything. That's why the music is sensationalizing, sensationalizing, sensationing drugs. That's why the entertainment business is showing nothing but sex and gore and you know all of these things. Why is the world promoting these things? Because they're trying to they're trying to get a hold on you. They they have shows on TV, of, you know, where homosexuals are main characters. You know, they, Lucifer even have a show now. See, so Satan having great wrath because he know he have a short time. He trying everything he can. He legalizing all types of drugs. See, continue, brother. Verse thirteen. 
And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man child. That's Israel. Israel brought forth Christ. Christ was an Israelite. So he would start to persecute Israel because he can't get to Christ. Verse 14. And to the woman were given two wings of the great eagle that she might flee into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and a half a time. For the face of the serpent. See, so Christ, if we remember when Christ was born, he fled into into Africa or into Egypt in the wilderness to hide from who? Herod the Great, who was looking to kill Christ. Remember? Remember he sent the, the wise men to find his location and then bring it back to him? See? So we've always, the Most High have always warned us when destruction was to come. Continue, brother. <clears throat> Verse 15. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman. That water is religion. A flood of lies. Continue. That he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. See, so they started giving you freedom of religion. Therefore, our people who are uh, predominantly spiritual people, what would we do? We would start going into Islam. We would start going into Buddhism. We start going into Hinduism. We start going into Mormonism. See? When really, we're not, we shouldn't be dealing with any religion. We're strictly dealing with the Bible as a history book. See, so this was the way that they got to slow down us waking up by giving us all these different avenues of freedom that we shouldn't have. Uh, read that scripture again, brother. Verse 15. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. So <clears throat> when it says the earth helped the woman, archaeologists have started to find information in, the, in, in these caves um, in these last days. More, uh, more records that are uh, in specific or that are more detailed. And, you know, the reason why the Most High had a lot of these books hidden is because the people that are over the publications would start to change things in the Bible. Therefore, he had to keep some things hidden so it couldn't be um, so it, so they could not go into it and start to change information. Because when you're publishing the book, they'll change a little bit here and there. They, they'll, you know, they'll put their input on it instead of just, you know, what the Most High wanted us to understand. Read 16 again, brother. Verse 16. And the earth helped the woman. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. Continue. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Christ. See, so that dragon, that dragon, government, Satan's plan is for government to destroy Israel. That's his plan. That's what government is about. What did you think the government, what did you, what did you actually think the government was for? They're to persecute a people. Find them however you find them through internet. They, you know, now they know what, which lands we were in because remember the Bible said he scattered us. So they didn't know where we were at predominantly. In 70 AD, you know, it was only Benjamin, Judah, and Levi there. The Romans came to kill us. We fled into Africa, but they couldn't get us all. Why? Because in 721, the other 10 tribes were taken into the Americas and they weren't able, the Europeans weren't able to cross the waters at that time. They didn't have the technology. The waters was too rough and the Most High God didn't allow them to come over into that land until our people over there in America started to sin. See? Read that scripture, that last scripture again, brother. Verse 17. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, 
which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Christ. See, so we would keep the commandments of God and the government, Satan would, would not be happy with that. You ever notice when you start to try to follow God, you get attacked more? That's because they understand that with your obedience comes rulership. The only way they can continue to rule over us is through your disobedience. Now, we want to show you who that dragon was. Who, 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 who is this Bible talking about? We're going to go up to verse 1 through 6. Revelations 12, 1 through 6. Verse 1. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. Those twelve stars are for the twelve tribes of Israel. Verse 2. And she being with child cried, travailing in birth, and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven. And behold a great red dragon. A great red dragon. Having seven heads and ten horns. That seven heads. <clears throat> it says seven heads and ten horns. That seven heads is the seven mountains in Rome. Look it up. Look up your geography. The only empire. The only place that sits on uh, seven hills. Or seven mountains. Is Rome. So this is speaking about Rome. Continue brother. <clears throat> Verse 3, and there appeared another woman wonder in heaven, and behold a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head. It says ten horns, those ten horns are the, what you would call the European Union. Those are the, the um, those are the empires that came from Rome, see? So Rome was not just one little small area. Rome took over other lands and then pushed the ideology through those lands. Read three again, brother, please. Verse three. And there appeared another wonder in heaven. And behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head. Those crowns are for rulership. See that great red dragon. This is government. Government that have gotten the power from Satan. This is what it's all about. The taxing you. The forcing the vaccinations on you. The sending you to war to die over something you don't know about. The sneaking GMOs in your food. And, you know, giving you crab, shrimp, lobster, bacon, and calling it a delicatessen. This is from the red dragon. This is from the beast. Those seven heads. This stands for Rome. Those ten horns are what you call the United Nations. The original because there's more than 10 now, but go back. You got Luxembourg, Belgium, uh, all of those. Go look into the history, the 10 horns. Those are the, the European countries that came out of Rome. Continue, brother. Verse 4. And this tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as he was born. Read that, read that last part again. <clears throat> and the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. Now notice it's, it's in the scripture before it said red dragon because red, Esau, Edom. It wanted to let you know who would predominantly be ruling at this time or would be doing this. This would be the red people, the red dragon. See, and, it's, and it says uh, the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered and, and devoured her child as soon as it was born. When did that happen? That was that Edomite that tried to kill Mary's child. That Edomite was named Herod, Herod, excuse me, Antipas' grandfather. Remember, he, he was killing the children two years back. See? And same thing was going on with Moses. 
So they always knew that there would come a savior. And they, they tried to persecute, especially the men child, because they knew the savior would be a man. This was that red dragon, Esau, red. Remember, he was red all over. Red man. Remember, he had that porridge, that red with the blood in it. It's identifying the red dragon, which means the government's controlled by the eagle or Edom or Esau. We're not saying all white people. We're talking about a, uh, a, we're talking about a governmental structure. We're not talking about regular white people. Regular white people don't even know what's going on in the world. They don't even know who the Jews are. Predominantly. So we're not trying to attack white people. This is government. You cannot trust this government. The government is the Antichrist. Re- read four again, brother. Verse four. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. Read that again. And she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. That man child is Christ. And her child was caught up into God and to his throne. Verse 6. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God. See, we fled into the wilderness. This was in 70 AD, like Luke 20, 21 said. When you see Jerusalem compassed with armies, flee into the mountains. Those mountains are what you call the, um, excuse me. We fled into the mountains that separated um, Africa and Europe. That's what Christ told us to do. So it says the woman fled into the wilderness. We were fleeing into Egypt in order to hide amongst other people of color. This was prophesied. So we, Africa is not the beginning point. It's the middle passage. It's the middle passage. Read six again, brother. Verse 6, And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she hath a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand, two hundred, and threescore days. See? There was a place prepared. See? So if you just do what the Most High tell you to do and go where He tell you, you'll be safe. Because there are people who didn't flee into the wilderness. They, they're not living today. Their children aren't living today. They were, they were, they were killed. So the Most High always give you an avenue out. He would never send destruction and not give you a way out. That wouldn't be equitable. And we know, we all know that the Most High God is an equitable God. With grace and mercy. Even when we don't deserve it. We're going to 2 Thessalonians 2 and 7. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 7. We're going into your New Testament. We just wanted to show you that that's, you know, that's seven heads and ten horns. That's that was Rome. That came from Rome. Second Thessalonians two verse seven. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Read that again. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. The mystery of iniquity. The mystery is you wondering who the antichrist is. Read that again, brother. <clears throat> verse seven. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who not who now letteth will let. Until he be taken out of the way. So it's saying the mystery of iniquity. The man of sin. Because iniquity means sin. Doeth already work. Now who was working in Paul's time? Who who killed Christ? See that was the Romans. See? So the Antichrist is a Roman government structure. The eagle. The eagle. So they would have us, you know, thinking that. Read verse 7 again, brother. Verse 7. 
for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed. Oh, continue. <clears throat> Verse 8. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. So who you're looking for is already working. That Antichrist was working during Christ's time. That's what he's saying. Until Satan is taken out of the way. Go to Romans 9 and 17. We're going into Romans. We're dealing with Paul. Romans 9 verse 17. Romans 9 verse 17. For the scripture saith unto Pharaoh, Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up, that I might show my power in thee. And that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Right. So he's saying the same way he rose Pharaoh up to show his power. He raised up Esau so he could smash him in the end to show his power. So he made Esau or the governments great in order to show his power. When he destroyed this government and these people, this satanic conglomerate, you'll know that the Most High God is a higher, the I Am. And he's, he's in all control. Even over government. No matter what they say. Read 17 again brother. Verse 17. For the scripture saith unto Pharaoh. Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up. That I might show my power in thee. And that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Right now. That his name may be declared throughout all the earth. See. So you can't tell me that it don't matter what the most high's name is. It does matter. Those who are sealed of the 144,000 have his name. See, you cannot have t 10 different names. That's divisive. The Most High wouldn't give you 10 different names. You only have one name, and that's I am in, uh, in English, but it's Ahia in the ancient Phoenician Hebrew. A-H-A-Y-A-H. Ahia. That's the Most High's name. You're going to need that name when all of this destruction starts to transpire, and you need some direction and protection. We're going into... We're going to go to 2nd Ezra 16 and 21. Then we're going back into Revelation 13 to go into the Mark of the Beast. Because that's also coming to Babylon. We're going into 2nd Ezra. 2nd Ezra chapter 16 verse 21. 2nd Ezra 16 verse 21. Behold, victual shall be so good cheap upon earth... That they shall think themselves to be in good case. Read that again. Behold, victuals shall be so good cheap upon earth that they shall think themselves to be in good case. See, so a lot of people think, you know, there's nothing wrong with America. There's nothing going to happen, man. I just got a car. You know, it was cheap. You know, the, the, the prices of the houses is going down. Everybody moving to Atlanta now because you're getting those huge houses for cheap, right? So you would think because the victuals or the products... Right, the merchandise is cheap. Look at the gas. The gas is as low as it's been in ten years. You would think that you would be in good case, but really you being you being rocked to sleep like a lullaby. Read twenty one again, brother. Verse twenty one. Behold, victuals shall be so good, cheap upon earth, that they shall think themselves to be in good case, and even then shall evils grow upon earth, sword, famine, and great confusion. See, there's nothing but pure confusion, especially here in America. When you got freedom of religion, you know, people don't know if they're a man or a woman or what's going on. 
It's strictly confusion going on in America. So don't think because the products are cheap or the stock is down low. Don't think that destruction won't come. Don't be rocked to sleep like that. We're going to show you what's to come. Revelations 13. We're going into the mark of the beast. This was prophesied. We're going to read Revelations chapter 13. Revelations 13 and 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea. Now this is John. He saw a beast coming out of the sea. Having seven heads and ten horns. Now this beast is a government structure. Read that again, brother. Verse 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns. And upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. Now, we've already discussed that this is Rome and the governments or the uh, countries that came out of Rome. And that on his, on his head was the name of blasphemy, sin. Because the Romans are the same people who killed Christ. Everybody know, wherever Rome go, they bring bloodshed, murder, sickness, disease. The Pope, right? Molesting children. This would all come from them. Continue, brother. Verse 2. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. Read that again. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. Right. That leopard, that leprous is, it it represents Alexander the Greek. Continue. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear. That bear is the Persian leader. Persian Medo Empire. Continue. And his mouth as the mouth of a lion. That lion represents Babylon. Ancient Babylon. And the dragon gave him his power. Read that again. And the dragon gave him his power. And his seat and his great authority. See? So the dragon, Satan, gave these governments their power and their authority. Who do you think they got the authority from? Satan. So this next empire, Rome... This next empire, America, would have all of these particular, they would, they would learn from the prior uh, great empires. So they would learn from the Greeks and the Persians and the Babylonians. They would learn and then take that, those ideologies and, you know, put it on steroids, pump it up to a higher degree. Continue, brother. Verse 3. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. Now, those of us who study history know that Rome was wounded in 193 AD. And it said, read three again, brother. Verse three. And I saw one of his heads as it was wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world was wondered after the beast. Right. So in 193, you had, uh, you had some, some, some Jews who were in the Roman, you know, army, uh, Persinius Niger, um, and they overthrew, you know, they infiltrated the Roman, uh, the Roman civilization, excuse me, Roman civilization, and then took it down from the inside. It said his deadly wound was healed. It was healed as America. Read three again, brother. Verse three. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. Right. So remember, Rome was known for what? For war and setting up what you call democracy. The same thing America is talking about today. Oh, they they needed democracy. Continue, brother. Verse 4. 
And they worshiped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. Read that again. And they worshiped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. Now we know that dragon is Satan which gave power unto the beast. He gave the power to the government. Continue. And they worshiped the beast saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? See? So nobody can, nobody know war like America. They got psychological warfare. They got um, physical warfare, of course. They got biological warfare. The same way they gave our brothers, um, um, they gave our black brothers the syphilis disease. Remember, this is this is part of their warfare. You think I know? You think it's it's fist to fist combat, fisticuffs? But no, that's just one aspect of it. Continue, brother. Verse five. And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. So blasphemies, that's, you know, forty and two months is a dispensation of jubilees. Now, that blasphemy is, you know, lying on the Most High God, lying on his name, lying, <clears throat> excuse me, lying on his day, lying on his, you know, Christ's birthday. Continue, brother. Verse six. And he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle. And them that dwelt in heaven. So you can't tell me his name isn't important when it says that, you know, Satan and these governments would blaspheme the name. That means they would tell you his name is Yahweh or Jehovah. When you look up that name, that's actually Satan. Jehovah is Satan. Yahweh is the Jewish national name of God. Jewish people worship Satan. The Bible says so. Yahweh is the golden calf that Aaron set up when we were coming out of Egypt. Check it out. Do your research. Do your research. The Most High said his name is I Am in Exodus 3 and 14. Tell the children of Israel, I Am have sent you. Now, of course, it wasn't I Am because I Am is the English. It, the Hebrew word for I Am is Ahiah. Ahiah, Ashar, Ahiah. Tell the children of Israel that Ahiah have sent you. Continue, brother. Verse 7. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him all over kindreds. And tongues and nations. Read 7 again. Verse 7. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints. And to overcome them. And power was given him all over all kindreds and tongues and nations. Right. So they would set up wars with uh, the, the, the Spanish-American War. Uh, the War of the Calvary against the North American Indians. See? Now, it says, And power was given him over all kindreds, tongues, and nations. Now, think about this. What nation... Have all different, uh, excuse me, what country have people from all different nationalities speaking the same language? Is that wrong? <laughs> See? In America, you got people from all different nations, however, they all speak English. That comes from Babylon, remember. In Babylon, ancient Babylon, Tower of Babel, there was all nations that he, they were speaking the same language until the Most High God came down and confounded their tongue because they were building a tower. This is America, folks. Read 7 again, please. Verse 7. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. Continue. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. Right. See, if your name is not in that book, you're not going to make it. And the majority of the world is worshiping Satan because they don't even know the name of the Most High. They don't even know who the Most High's people are. You can't say you're down with God if you don't know who His people are. You can't. Continue, brother. Verse 9. If any man have an ear, let him hear. Read that again. If any man have an ear, let him hear. This is a spiritual listening. 
That's what this is. This is a spiritual listening. Read that again, brother. Verse 9. If any man have an ear, let him hear. See, our whole purpose is to find out about the Most High. That's the reason for living. Not for you to... I had a sister tell me, I think it was a few years ago, she was saying, I wish I could leave America. I couldn't leave if I wanted to right now because I got, um, you know, I got, um, she said, I got student loans I got to pay off. And I'm like, sister, if only the Most High was dealing with your student loans, he's not going to sway prophecy due to what we're dealing with personally. That's not going to happen. Reverse 10, brother. Revelations 13 and 10. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. He is the patience and the faith of the saints. Continue. Verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And now it says <clears throat> two horns like a lamb. Now a lamb is nice and calm, right? It's smooth, just like Christianity. See? Just like Christianity, but behind that smoothness, they're speaking like Satan, the worship of the devil through the Catholic Church. Read that scripture again, brother. Verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and caused the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast. Whose deadly wound was healed. See, so this is talking about America. America would exercise all the power of Rome to a higher degree and cause the earth and all that dwell in it to worship Rome through all of the pagan worships, all of the holidays, the eagle, all of that comes from Rome. So through America, Rome would be uplifted. Read that scripture again, brother. Verse 13. Oh, verse 12. And he exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Now, we already discussed that deadly wound was healed into America. Rome was taken down. They went down and they started to understand that they couldn't come back just as Rome. They had to come back with an ideology like the Roman Catholic Church. Therefore, they had a religion to bring with the destruction. Notice, you know, when they take over the Spanish, the Hispanics, how they speak in Spanish now, they give them Catholicism. Because that was part of the warfare, was to give them a belief in God. Put up a picture of a Caucasian man, call him Christ, and then say, listen, you know, we're we're God, we're Christ, but we're going to kill you. Okay? Continue, brother. Verse 13. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Verse 14. And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by his sword and did live. Make that image of the, to the beast, right? That was the Sejra Borgia. That image of an Edomite who they placed up as Christ. Not just any Edomite. He was a murderer. He was a thief. He was a fornicator. A necromancer. A homosexual. You can get a book called The Trip Types of Poison. Poisoners. By, I think it's uh, Gene Platy, if I'm not mistaken. And it had the history of that picture, Sejra Borgia, which they have up as Christ. They didn't just put up any regular man. They put up a demon. 
A brother who slept with his sister killed his brother-in-law. This is the man they put up. Continue, brother. Verse 15. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Right. Now it's speaking of there's an image of Satan, which means through you watching TV and them sensationalizing drugs and jewelry and, you, you know, nice cars. Now you think that that's what God is supposed to have for you. Oh, I should have nice cars and, you know, uh, a long education and I should have a mansion. That's the image of the beast. That's what Satan wants you to believe you should have. The most I didn't say that's what was for you. Now it's to the point where brothers are sell drugs, sisters are prostitute themselves, all for this image. What you think your life should be. Not what the most I have for you, what you want in life. A dream chaser. Read 15 again, brother. Verse 15. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. See, so if you don't want to celebrate holidays and, you know, go out to the club and, you know, spend money on all these expensive things and get 10, 20 cars, right? You're not cool. You're not even accepted. You, you know, you're not accepted in this earth. Continue, brother. Verse 16. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. Read that again. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. See, this is that mark. It says, no matter how big or small, rich or poor, slave or not. They all going to receive a mark in their right hand. Let's see what this mark is. Continue, brother. Verse 17. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Read that again. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. That you will not be able to buy or sell without this mark. That's a new monetary system. They're going to do away with cash. It's going to be a cashless society. It's already headed there now. In America, they're already giving out microchips. That microchip is connected to your bank account. It's connected to your shot record. See, that's the mark of the beast. They got, what were they dealing with now? Apple Pay and all these other things where, you know, you can walk into a store, swipe a card or something and not even give up no cash. So you would not be able to buy or sell unless you get this mark. It's the RFID chip. The Bible is talking about this thousands of years ago. How would it know that? How would it know that there would be, uh, they would change the, uh, the economy? They would change the money to a cashless society. That means you will not be able to buy anything or sell anything without this mark. Why? Because you can't receive any money if you don't have the mark. They're gonna, you're going to wake up one day and they're going to tell you, Listen, you know, your money's there. It's in gigabyte land. Now, we didn't take your money. You can spend it, but you got to receive this chip. You can get your money, but you got to receive this chip. Read verse 17 again, brother. Verse 17. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that hath the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. And I know a lot of brothers and sisters are going to say, well, I got to feed my family. I got a family to worry about. Okay. If you don't want to focus, you know, if you don't want to focus and rely on the most high God that he's going to make a way, then you're going to be, you're going to be headed for damnation. 
The church is not going to tell you about this. Why? Because how can they receive their tithes if they don't have the mark or you don't have the mark to give it to them? This is the scripture. No man will buy or sell unless he have this mark. Continue, brother. Verse 18. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is in the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six. See, that's six, six, six. That's the mark of a man. That means it's going to have a barcode on it with that many characters. See? You can already you, you can already look online. You, there's many. It's been on the news that there's jobs that are actually forcing it. See, this will be forced at one time. Right now, it's not forced, but there's going to come a time where they're going to say, you know what? You know, all of our employees they they have to receive this because you know if not, you can't work here because you know it's the law. You know, we we can't pay you unless you know we're trying to save on checks. We're trying to save you know wood. We're trying to you know save on paper. They're going to come to you with this. They're going to say, hey, you know, your, your, your grandfather may wander off one day and we'll be able to track him through this. You know, he may have Alzheimer's or something. They're going to give you a reason for it to be okay. They're going to be able to control you. They're going to know, It's going to be a two-way radio where they can hear what you hear, see what you see through your eyes, hear what you hear through your ears, track you, change up your emotions, have you go, you know, kill you know, blow yourself up or something for the government. This is what's coming. If you get this mark of the beast, you're going to go, you, you're going to burn forever. We're going to prove that to you. Go to Revelations 14 and 9 to prove to you because I have people asking me, well, what if, you know, what if I get the mark of the beast and, you know, God knows my heart, you know, right? So let's see. Let's see what happens if you get this mark. Revelations 14 verse 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast in his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God. Read that again. The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is, power, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. See, so if you receive that mark, you're going to drink of that wine, that wrath of the Most High God and all his anger, his vengeance. And you shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in front of Christ, the Lamb. So, you know, there's no way around that. I don't care who you are, woman, child, man. If you receive this mark, read 9 and 10 again, brother. Revelations 14 and 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast of and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with the fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. I had a sister tell me years ago, well, I got kids to take care of. You telling me that if I get this mark, God going, he not going to let me in heaven? That's exactly what we're saying. And we didn't say it. That's what the scripture said. There is no way around this. If you don't have faith in the most high God to protect you and lead you, feed you. You gonna you gonna deal with the wrath of God. You gonna deal with the wrath of God, and the rest of us, you know, we won't be, we won't let, we won't allow them to administer that to us. If they say we can't work, hey, I guess I'm not working. 
But that's why you got to get out of America. Because you're going to live off the land in other countries. You can get you some land somewhere, grow your own crops. In America, you can't even own land. You always have to pay a property tax, no matter how long you quote-unquote own that. That means you don't own it. If somebody can come take it from you, I can't say, you know, Brother Corey, this is your mug right here. You give me $5 a day for that mug, or I'm going to come take your mug. That means you don't own it. You own what you pay for. You got to leave America. You're going to have to leave America because why? This is going to be pushed through America. This market is going to be pushed through the music. They, a lot of the elites already have it. A lot of the government, they already have it. They're going to have the rappers talking, you know, saying, talking it up. You know, we don't use cash. Cash is for the clubs. You, you want to be cool, VIP, baller? You get this. We don't spend cash no more. They're going to make it sound cool. There's already some clubs in Europe where, you know, they give you this uh, microchip in your hand and therefore you don't have to pay for bottles and bottle service and tables. All of that come right out your chip. It's like a VIP status. So they're going to make it sound cool for you. They already have our people used to putting foreign substances in their body. So this is just another thing here. When it, if somebody tell you that you have to, you, you won't be able to buy or sell, that you'll, that you'll have purchasing power through a microchip, you got to understand right away that Revelations 13 said that's the mark of the beast. And if you receive that mark, you're going to burn for eternity. We're going to Revelation 16 and 2 to show you what's going to happen when you get that mark. Revelation 16 verse 2. And the first went and poured out his veil, his vial upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast. Read that again. <clears throat> and the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth. And there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon men which had the mark of the beast. And upon them which worship his image. See, so there will be a sore that comes in that area where you've got that mark, that prick, that etching of the skin. Uh, a few years ago, I think maybe maybe over five years ago in the Washington Post, there was, um, there was an article about um, how people were breaking out after getting this, uh, this microchip. They made it sound cool, you know. You, you know, it, your, your license will be on it. Your, your passport will be on it. Your shot records, just in case, you know, you, 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 you're out of the States or something. And, you know, you're, you're, um, you're unconscious and you don't know. You, they need to know, you know, what, what you're allergic to and things like that. They started it with the dogs, the animals, started chipping them. See, in th those chips, they have certain um, they have certain capacities that aren't being used yet. They haven't even turned the chip on yet. They're gonna be, they're gonna be able to control your dog, make it angry, deal with its, its emotions. So this is not just the government. See, a lot of people think, oh, you know, Big Brother just trying to keep an eye. Nah, this is much bigger than Big Brother. This is Satan. Controlling the government to make you think it's cool. It's not cool. We got two scriptures left. We're going to close it out. We're going to Isaiah 6 and 9 because we know a lot of people are going to reject this information because it makes them uneasy and they have to do something. But, you know, that's truly that's that's a personal decision because. I want to live. We want to live. We want to do whatever the Most High said. A lot of us have got comfortable in captivity. Therefore, you know, you're looking to... 
A lot of people think they're going to be floated up into the sky, raptured or something, which the word rapture is not even in the Bible one time. You actually going to have to do something in order to make it into the kingdom. Why should you be raptured up and taken away from all this turmoil when Christ had to go through it? You think you're better than Christ? You're going to have to go through this just like everybody else. The Bible says he who endured to the end shall be saved. You're not saved until you endure to the end. Read Isaiah 6 and 9, brother, through 13. Isaiah 6, verse 9. And he said, Go and tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not. And see ye indeed, but perceive not. Read that again. Verse 9. And he said, Go and tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not. And see ye indeed, but perceive not. So some people are going to hear it and not understand. They're going to hear it, but they're not going to perceive. They're not going to know the importance of it. So it's not for everybody. We understand. If you reject this, that's fine. But we want to put it out there so you can make a decision about it. We don't want you to, you know, turn around and then be stuck. Because you feel like the Most High didn't warn you when this is your warning right here. Continue, brother. Verse 10. Make the heart of this people fat. And make their ears heavy and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. Continue. Verse 11. Then said I, Lord, how long? And he answered, until the cities be wasted without inhabitant and the houses without man and the land be utterly desolate. See, utterly desolate. This land is going to be utterly desolate. There will be nothing living on this on. On this particular piece of land in uh, America, because it's going to be hit with so many bombs and nuclear uh, nuclear fallout from the um, uh, they have nuclear power plants on fault lines here in America. And once these bombs go off, it's going to this whole thing is going to burn up like a crisp, like an ash. Continue, brother. Verse 12. And the Lord have removed men far away and there be a great forsaking in the midst of the land. But yet in it shall be a tenth. Read and that it, again. And but yet in it shall be a tenth, and it shall return. It shall be eaten as a teal tree, and as a oak whose sustenance is in them. When they cast their leaves, so the holy seed shall be the sustenance thereof. There will only be a tenth. Only a tenth is going to make it. The majority of the world is going to die. Ten percent. Let us prove that to you. Go to Amos and Amos five and one through four. To prove to you that only a tenth are going to make it. Only a tenth. So we understand most people are going to reject it. And that's fine. Because the Bible said only a tenth are going to make it. Amos 5 verse 1. Hear ye this word which I take up against you. Even a lamentation, O house of Israel. The virgin of Israel is fallen. And she shall no more rise. She is forsaken upon her land. There is none to raise her up. For thus saith the Lord God, the city that went out by a thousand shall leave in hundred. Read that again. The city that went out by a thousand shall leave in hundred. A hundred out of a thousand is ten percent. Continue. And that which went forth by a hundred shall leave ten to the house of Israel. Ten out of a hundred is ten percent. See, so majority of Israel is not going to make it. Majority of Israel are too hard headed. They want to be here in America. They don't want to learn. I don't want to hear that. That's dark. It's gloomy. See? So only 10% going to make it. We can't take everybody. Read verse 4, brother. Verse 4. For thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, and ye shall live. Read that again. For thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, and ye shall live. 
Right. Seek the most high. Seek the most high. Seek his truth. Seek seek his guidance, his commandments, and ye shall live. Because you're not gonna just you're not gonna make it just because you're an Israelite. If you don't follow the most high and his commandments, law, statutes, and commandments, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. It's gonna be more Gentiles that make it than Israelites. Because Israelites are stiff necked, as the Bible said. They're hard headed. They don't listen. So, you know, 10%. I hope you're part of that 10%. We will be. We will be part of that 10%. We hope to see you there. We're going to end it off with Zechariah chapter 2. This is that commandment from Christ. This is the commandment from Christ. Zechariah 2 verse 6. Ho, ho, come forth and flee from the land of the north. Read that again. Ho, ho, come forth and flee from the land of the north. Flee from North America. The Most High is telling us to flee from that land. Read it again, brother. Verse 6. Ho, ho, come forth and flee from the land of the north, saith the Lord. For I have spread you abroad as the four winds of the heaven, saith the Lord. Deliver thyself, O Zion. Read that again. Deliver thyself. O Zion. Deliver thyself means there's something you have to do. He's commanding you to prepare and leave. Get you a passport. Deliver thyself, O Zion. Who's that? Zion is Israel. Read that again, brother. Verse 7. Deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwelleth with the daughter of Babylon. See, this whole time we've been talking about the daughter of Babylon. That's America. That is America. You can get a book called The Two Babylons from... uh, uh, the two Babylons, we have this record and um, what, the, what the historian did was he started to compare the, uh, the, cultural, uh, diff- the cultural similarities in holy days and foods with ancient Babylon in America. You should check that book out if you can. I think it was by Alexander Hislop, I believe. The two Babylons. Check it out. Read 6 through 8 again, brother. Zach- Zechariah 2 verse 6. Ho, ho, come forth and flee from the land of the north, saith the Lord. For I have spread you abroad as the four winds of the heaven, saith the Lord. Deliver thyself, O Zion, that dwelleth with the daughter of Babylon. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, after the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you. For he that toucheth you, toucheth the apple of his eye. Read that last part again. For he that toucheth you, Toucheth the apple of his eye. See, he who toucheth you touches the apple of his eye. So those people who have destroyed us, the Most High is coming with a vengeance. So he's telling you to flee so he can deal with her face to face. And you don't want the Most High to get deal with you face to face. Read 8 again, brother. Verse 8. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, after the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoiled you. For he that toucheth, toucheth you... Touches the apple of his eye. Right. So it won't it won't just be America that's gonna go down. America will be first, and then it'll be China. The rest of the world is to come also. In the end, when Christ comes, there will only be one safe place, and that safe place will be in that same wilderness where we were before. So we brought you this particular lesson to give you some prophecy, some understanding on what's transpiring today as we speak. This should be comforting. You should know now what your purpose is. You should follow the Most High God to the best of your ability. You should also get you a passport in order for you to leave. Why? Because you can't, I don't care who you are, 
You can't leave at, without a passport. You know, we're not, you know, the elites, the, the, you know, the rappers, the actors, the, the government, they have the ability to just get on a plane in, in 30 minutes and leave. You don't have that. We don't have that. So that means we've got to prepare and leave out before these things happen. Because guess what? If another 9-11 happens, you're not going to be flying out of America. They're going to shut down all flights during a missed war. During the middle of a war, there's no flights coming in and out. So you're going to have to get yourself out of here before that happens. Please deliver yourself, O Zion. This lesson was in-day prophecies. We want to say Kwam Yasha'Allah. Kwam Yasha'Allah. Super cranky. Space. A lot of people gon' hate, yeah, a lot of people gon' hate Hate if you won't, but the 12 tribes running inside them gates
I tried, I be lying. Won't guarantee you'll catch me there, but guarantee you'll catch me trying. You sidestepping, we high stepping. The other way, it's weed time. The end time is like the end zone. Back to Zion and we Dion for my high life in this lower state. And tried that OD for my heritage and Deuteronomy. Can't spell roots without the OT. Trying to bring people to the most high. Trying to open eyes to who don't see. These giants are no tyrants. I'm looking at them, they four feet. The people that you hate will be the righteous women and kings. So this BTZ will not be on TV screens. Got the whole team with me. And when